Hello, hello, everybody. How are you? Good afternoon, good morning, good evening from whichever part of the world you are currently listening or watching us from. Now, I have another powerful guest today on the show, another very experienced man on the show. And uh, I want to thank all of you for joining us. So if you can hear me from wherever you are, I want you to please type I can hear you in the comment section. I just want to be sure that I am not speaking to myself. So while we wait for more people to join, hi, hi, I see all of you. Yeah, good to see you. Good to see you. So while we wait for more people to join, I want you all to please like and share this broadcast. Like and share. Share this broadcast to all the groups, all the Facebook groups, uh, YouTube groups, and all the groups you, all the communities you're part of. Share to them so that somebody would be happy to learn from this great man today. All right. So while we're waiting for more people to join, I am doing the same thing. I am sharing to uh, my private groups. Let's get this done. Yes, if you are just joining, yes, you are at the right place. You are in the right place. We are just sharing this broadcast so that everyone in our network would uh, have the opportunity of learning from what we're about to uh, put out there today. Welcome, 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 welcome. I see all of you. I see all of you. Like and share the broadcast. That's what we are doing. It's a beautiful day. You know, I like to remind everyone that every day above ground is a blessed day for as long as you can hear us, for as long as you can see us. It means you have the best gift, which is the gift of life. So whatever challenges you are going through, you still have the opportunity to overcome. Whatever goals you have set for yourself, you still have the opportunity to accomplish those goals all right great 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 welcome welcome i see you yes if you're just joining and you can hear me please type i can hear you in the comment section welcome everybody so let's go straight to our um, introduction if you're just joining us for the very first time this is the morale booster it is a platform for entrepreneurs career professionals, leaders, and the general public to give back to the society through coaching and mentoring. You know, I always like to explain to people that experience is the best teacher. And that's why we always make sure we bring in quality guests, people with experience, people who can help you transition from where you are currently in your life, your job, your business, to that place that you've always desired, all right? And this program is sponsored by Main Seat Consulting and NewGigs.com. Uh, for bookings, adverts, or sponsorship inquiries, please visit JohnUhulu.com. J-O-H-N-U-G-H-U-L-U.com. Or you could send an email to info at JohnUhulu.com. All right. So thank you, everybody. I see you. Um, those of you on YouTube, yes, you know what to do, right? Those of you who are listening via podcasts, you also know what to do. Like and share this broadcast. All right. So um, our guest for today 
is a man. His name is Kurt Mercadante. And um, Kurt helps executives, entrepreneurs, and wannapreneurs shift their beliefs, clear their blocks, and align their behaviors to attract the clients, the relationships, health, and prosperous life they desire. And for 25 years, that's over two decades, he has counseled small businesses. He has counseled small businesses, entrepreneurs, as well as some of the largest corporations and associations in the country. He's built three profitable businesses, including a seven-figure PR and advertising agency. Now, Kurt has trained, coached, and also delivered keynote um, and workshops to clients across the globe. Kurt is a certified human behavior consultant, a certified law of attraction practitioner, and a certified Ho'oponopono practitioner, host and creator of the Freedom Media Network, and also he's an author of the best-selling book, Five Pillars of the Freedom Lifestyle. Now, Kurt, his wife, and their four children currently reside in Sedona, Arizona, following a year of traveling the country as part of their freedom lifestyle. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to join me as I bring to the stage this great man, this well-traveled man, this powerful coach and entrepreneur, no other person but Kurt Mercadante. Kurt, thank you so much for joining us on this program. Thank you for the opportunity. It's a real honor and pleasure to be here. I know we were saying we booked this a long time ago, so I'm real excited to be here with you. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. And, uh, you know, based off of your accomplishments, you're doing a wonderful job. And right now the world needs more of people like you. You know, we just got out of a pandemic, right? And we thought that was like going to be the last crisis but right now we're having something else going on in europe and you know that the level of depression globally has increased mm -hmm. the level of anxiety has increased globally you know so the world needs more of your services what do you think about that <laughs> well first of all thank you and you know i spent years for you mentioned the pr and ad agency that i had over 14 years a little over four years ago at peak revenue i fired all my clients and shut it down oh. the reason i did that was because i didn't have freedom and fulfillment now how this ties back to what you just said is for much of those four years i was involved i worked on capitol hill i ran political campaigns i was involved in not only being obsessed with the news but helping to craft the news. And there's wow. something I learned. It's that what we look at as news and being informed is actually entertainment. And it's become more and more like entertainment. I don't care if it's the right or left, whatever it is. I have stories about them coaching people to say what they're going to say on the quote news. Right. And whether it's what you mentioned over the last two years or what we're seeing now going on in Europe, what I've noticed is I can clearly tell if someone is attached to the news by how panicked they are, by how anxious they are. And you don't have to be obsessed and wa actually watch the news to be informed. Right. We have a no news rule in our house. I know everything that's going on. And so when I say, listen, I had to have someone else tell me that there was a war going on in Ukraine. Someone said, oh my gosh, you're not informed. Well, my, <laughs> my response to him was, well, what are you doing? Other True. than putting a, 
the Ukrainian flag on your social media? Are you going to go over and fight? Are you sending money? Are you doing anything? And most of the people say no. And so I like to say it's easy to live in what I call a bot society where we think that staring at a screen or hitting a hash or using a hashtag or hitting a like is the same as actually taking inspired action. And it's not. What it's doing is it's making you a victim of someone else's agenda. And right. that's not saying COVID isn't important or Ukraine's not important. What it's saying is you might have kids, you might have clients, you have yourself to take care of. If I sit and worry about Vladimir Putin all day, what am I actually doing? What am I doing about it? You know, and so <laughs> taking that inspired action, turning off the news, being focused on what you can control, which is very finite in the whole scheme of things, is is one of the keys. And I know that as someone who used to be out of control, who used to try to control people's minds, I was in charge of the media and doing it. I know how it all works. And so having come out from that other side of the matrix, I can tell you that your attention is for sale. And the more you give it away, the more of a victim you become. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Awesome. You know, you talked about having a no news rule, right? Mm -hmm. Which I see as a very important strategy. You know, I still have young kids, so I encourage them not to, you know, have access to all these, their gadgets, you know, the, the games, uh, TV from Mondays through Fridays. So when they get back from school on Friday, yes, they can have that all weekend, right? Now, the news is part of what is causing the depression and the anxiety here. And really, if one doesn't have any positive contribution to make, there is no point, you know, spending the whole day. And it's very addictive. I talked about this same thing some days ago, and, and you're right about that. While I was driving to work, I was listening to the radio, and a man flew all the way from the United States to Poland. Mm. A U.S. citizen flew over to Poland. And what he does there right now, he, you know, they're like 10 minutes away from the border, from the Ukrainian border to Poland. He cooks. He mm. built an army of people who are willing to join him to cook. He's the lead chef there. He's in the kitchen cooking and serving hot meals to those people who are crossing over. Yes, those are the people who watched the news and took action. Right. Right. You can imagine. When I heard that man say that, I was almost like saying I was going to book a flight and just still go and start inspiring people there. You know, it's all about taking action and that's what you are doing. We really appreciate what you do. And uh, you talked about, uh, or rather you are a certified Ho'oponopono uh, practitioner. Can you please tell us what that is, Ho'oponopono? Yeah. yeah, so Ho'oponopono is an ancient healing practice. And, and going way back, it was a group practice where people would come together in a group in a village and they would share their, their fears and their anxieties and, and, oh, okay. and maybe limiting beliefs or sickness or anger. I'm angry at this person in the village. And what they would do is they would put it out there. And, you know, as humans, our inclination is you came to me with a problem. And in my mind, it's like, I have to fix you. Right. Well, Ho'oponopono isn't about that. Ho'oponopono okay. is based on the principle that because you've come into my life, you and I now have a connection. 
And instead of trying to fix you, there's something inside of me through this connection that is causing you pain. So if you have anxiety and you tell me about it, this has now become part of my responsibility, not my fault, but my responsibility. And so Ho'oponopono is four key phrases that I say to myself to try and cut these cords. And I don't go into it with a, I'm going to help John. I'm going right. to cure John. It's I'm going to, I'm going to get rid of and dissolve whatever in myself might be causing John pain. And it's a hard concept for people to grasp where this came into kind of mainstream or Western civilization was uh, Dr. Joe Vitale learned of a Hawaiian therapist who supposedly healed an entire ward of dangerous, violent um, uh, patients in a psychiatric hospital without seeing or visiting or meeting with a single one of those patients. Well, how does that happen? Wow. He used Ho'oponopono and looked at their charts, looked at their names, looked what was hurting them and said, what inside of me is causing them pain? By clearing himself out, he helped those patients. Wow. And it's four key phrases. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And whatever spiritual tradition you come from, love, forgiveness, and gratitude our key principles, even if you're an atheist, love, forgiveness, and gratitude. And it's not a forgiveness in terms of guilt. I'm right. guilt and shamed. It's, you know, when I, when you do it for yourself, it's kind of like, well, I do it when I meditate in the morning is, you know, we all have these limiting beliefs or beliefs that come up or the rent is due or whatever, right? right? And I'm never right. going to get another client. <laughs> what I use this whole puno for myself is I'm sorry for that limiting, stupid, bogus belief. Please forgive me. And I'm saying, forgive me to the divine, right? You could say it to God. You could say it to yourself, right? And then you go into, you know what? I'm a prosperous creator. Thank you. I love you. And you're saying it to yourself. And you move from there. It is an incredible wow. healing technique. If people wow. you know are in pain, you can work to heal them. Not going into it saying, I'm going to heal them. Heal yourself first. If you're right. attracting people into your life that you don't like, it's your responsibility. There's a reason. You're, people who wake up, in a bad mood every morning and they're ornery, guess who they attract? Other ornery people. True. So it's True. not your fault, but it is your responsibility. And Ho'oponopono is about taking 100% responsibility by going in and clearing your beliefs, clearing the programming that we all pick up. Uh, Dr. Doctor Hu Len, who is that therapist, says we either operate from memory or inspiration. And what he means by memory is subconscious programming, uh, limiting beliefs, you know, you grow up and maybe you hear society or, or your parents telling you uh, or teachers, or you hear it in the background, right? Because of the color of your skin, you're not as good and you need a big head start over this other person who has a different color of your skin. What kind of programming do you think puts that in the back of your head that I'm not as good as him because he's white and I, you know, right. all of that stuff is memory. Once you right. clear it out, then you can operate from the starting line from a fresh slate, from inspiration and say, I can create whatever I want, but you can't get there if you've got all that memory and that beliefs that are just clogging the drain. That's true. That's true. Now that that's, that's a great strategy with the whole Ponopono thing. You know, you mentioned four, four things there, you know, learning how to say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. And I love you. Those are healing. Those are therapeutic normally. Those yeah. words are therapeutic. Those words are magical. 
Yeah. And, and and any 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 practice that enforces or encourages those four magical words is a, a great practice. And, and you're doing a wonderful job. Thank you so much for all you do. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You know, the alternative is victimhood, victimization. And if you don't take responsibility, then how can you ask for forgiveness? True. You know, and it's always someone else's fault. It's Biden's fault. It's Trump's fault. It's Putin's fault. Take responsibility. You know, if you have, we always want to think in terms of good or evil. Right. And a lot of that is programming. We talked about the news. And it's so interesting that all of a sudden, people who can't pick Ukraine out on a map are suddenly obsessed with Ukraine. Yes. <laughs> but when you step back and realize that it's, did anyone know where Rwanda was no. during the genocide? No, not everyone. Yep. What's going on with the Uyghurs in China? No one seems to care about that. When you step back and turn off the news, you look at it and realize, man, the world is a chaotic place. There are people hurting. And instead of saying good versus evil, this person's mean and we have to fight, we got to go to war, stepping back and saying, I love all of humanity. And there's a lot of suffering going on in humanity. And perhaps if we all stepped back, yielded, took a deep breath, said, I'm sorry, please forgive me. And said, listen, the hate in the heart of a, of a Russian tyrant or someone in Ukraine or whatever, let's heal ourselves first. Right. Right. And can you imagine if a million extra people started having this raised vibration and frequency of consciousness of peace rather than joining in and saying, let's go to war. Okay. Putin's evil. Let's go bomb them. Because now the problem is because, because of that, I see people punishing Russian people. Right. 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 That, that and, would, um, that yeah. would, that would not solve the problem. And, and if really the world and individuals can practice this, which you're talking about, the world will be a better place, you know? And that's why on this show, we always try to bring in people who can add value. And, and that's who you are. You are someone whose message needs to be heard all over the place. Right now, these are the things people need to hear to help them reduce the anxiety, to help them forgive themselves and move on, to help them contribute to making the world a better place. And thank you so much for sharing today. Thanks. Now let's go to your um, business coaching. Yeah. Um, I see you are a business coach. You've uh, worked with several um, individuals from, you know, um, one, you, you call it one entrepreneurs. One entrepreneurs. Yeah. yeah. Those who are aspiring to become uh, entrepreneurs You've worked with seasoned entrepreneurs. You've worked with, um, you've helped businesses grow. So how did you, what, 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 what made you develop a passion for um, the niche, that niche, the business coaching niche? Yeah, you know, when, when I was nine years old, my dad had been um, a corporate executive for his entire career. And he was in his mid fifties. He was older when he had me. So he was in his mid fifties. I was about nine years old and he'd be in president uh, of these major companies, always worked in corporate, but he found himself out of work oh. in his mid fifties in the early eighties. And no one wanted to hire a mid fifties president who they, Oh, he lost the job in 10 years. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. lost the job. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. he got a newspaper route 
in his mid fifties, he was the president of these companies. He hadn't saved his money. He had spent a lot of our money. So he went and got a newspaper route to support the family. Now I learned a lot from that. He would get me up at three or four in the morning. We go deliver newspapers. I hated it. I was nine years old. It was like freezing <laughs> in the suburbs of Chicago. So I learned the toughness from that. But the biggest lesson I learned was after a while, my dad never complained about ageism, never complained about no one wants me, never complained about having to get up and do deliver newspapers. He said, this is wow. what we have to do. We're going to do it. But at one point he put the brakes on and said, no one's going to hire me. Okay. I'm now an entrepreneur. He reinvented himself as an entrepreneur in his mid fifties, went on to work another 25 years, have an incredible career, patents. Uh, he had all the patents on the switches on the Boeing 777, did all these cool things. 25 years starting at age 55. What I learned from that was I had not only that, if you don't like your circumstances, change them. You can right. create whatever life you want, but also it's not too late to do that. And I got the entrepreneurship bug. So I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And in my 20s, I was working in, in I was working for a large trade association, nine to five. And I said, I'm leaving and I'm starting my own company. People said, but you've never been the president of anything. You've never run anything. And I said, well, <laughs> I don't care. I didn't get the memo. I, I guess I'm just too dumb. And I started a seven figure agency for 14 years. Wow. And um, I'm not a rocket scientist, but I know how to make money. During wow. that time, I started a second company that made six figures in the first two months. And four years ago, I shut it down because I was unfulfilled. I was unhappy. I was 60 pounds heavier. I was physically unhealthy. I wasn't mentally, physically present with my wife, my kids. I fired it and started this new company because I wanted to help people. I wanted to help people who really give a darn. A lot of these big trade association corporations, they didn't care. They just threw money. And I felt like I was just cashing checks and doing something that wasn't helping the world. When I help an entrepreneur, I'm helping the world. Three wow. quarters of the jobs in this country are created by entrepreneurs, small business owners. I want to help them get to where they want to go. And if I have the, the knowledge to help them do that, thank goodness. And over time, we talked about Ho'opono and these beliefs. I've learned that everyone wants to focus on actions. Give me tools. Give me tactics. Give me the know-how. <laughs> I can give you all of that. But if your beliefs are holding you back, all the know-how and the actions in the world aren't going to make a difference because your sure. beliefs fuel your thoughts. You attached emotions to those thoughts, which fuel your actions, which fuel your results. Everyone just wants to focus on the actions, but your book, you know, in this time, the morale booster, if you really want to boost your morale, yeah, taking action can get you there, but focusing on actions are why like gyms are full January 1st and then empty <laughs> by the end of the month. Once you really clear out your beliefs, life becomes much easier because mm. you're not trying to drive the car with one foot on the brake. True. That really helps your long-term morale because you're in a state of flow. You're doing what you want. You're creating it. You have those thoughts and emotions that are in align with beliefs and behaviors that get you where you want to go. That's when you start getting those outcomes and growing and learning every step of the way. Wow, wow, that's great, powerful. Now, I, uh, for those of you who are um, listening to us, I told you that you would learn a lot from Kurt. So while you are listening and learning, I want you to please remember to like and share this broadcast. Share it. We're not asking you for any money. 
we're just asking you to share this broadcast because you might just have that one person on your contact list who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. You might just have that one person in your contact list who has made up his or her mind a few moments ago to just go and commit suicide, probably for a failed business. And all they needed to hear was just this message from Kurt. I want you to please like and share it. That's what we're asking and pleading with you all. Thank you. So, um, Kurt, right now, you know, so many people are out of business. So many people mm -hmm. lost their businesses during the pandemic. And um, a lot of them are depressed, mm -hmm. anxious, right? What's your advice for um, such people on how to get back on yeah. their feet, how to start all over? You know, the thing about negative emotions is that negative emotions like friends that look like them. Yes. So negative emotions lead to more negative emotions, lead to more negative emotions, which leads to a circle of addiction to negative emotions. Negative emotions create, like you, you've talked about fear and anxiety, which right. is a chemical reaction in your body producing right. cortisol. Cortisol is a stress hormone. It's meant to protect us. If a lion jumps out in front of us, boom, you go, right? Or, mm -hmm. or a burglar, <laughs> you might freeze as well. Yes. If you constantly have that cortisol going, it burns you out. It wears you down, but it keeps you at this heightened sense of fear and anxiety. Your body doesn't know the difference between that and a cup of coffee. True. Between that and a bottle of bourbon. It's all a chemical to your body. So you become addicted. So the number one thing I urge people is put on the blinders and turn off the TV, get rid of social media, turn it off. There are some people out there, this will be as, as violent to them, as violent of a change <laughs> as uh, ripping a bourbon bottle out of an alcoholic's hands. I know this because I have clients who said, I can't do that. I have clients who refuse to do it. I have one client. He knows. He's stressed. He's anxious. And in the middle of, the, of our coaching call, he interrupts me three times to talk about, oh, so-and-so is coming out on TV right now. And I said, turn <laughs> off the TV. Why do you need to have that? It's programming you for fear and anxiety. So right. turn it off. Turn off the social media. Go inside yourself. You know, the Buddha talks about suffering. And a lot of people said, well, he's a downer. He says life is suffering. No, his point is this. His point is that nirvana isn't something you find after death. Nirvana is something you can find here on earth. The actual translation of nirvana is the cessation of thirst. We oh, okay. create suffering by thinking the end to our anxiety and our happiness is somewhere out there. And so we constantly strive and we want more. And then we compare ourselves on social media to this person and the car they're driving. And we want that car because they had that car. And oh my gosh, someone says I got to be anxious about World War III. And so now I'm thinking about that. <laughs> and then I go to this, right? Turn it off, turn off the noise and find true freedom in silence. And silence is going inside yourself. Not just physical silence where the noise is off. The mental noise, the chatter, social media, news, all of that. Go inside yourself and find that silence. The happiness is within. Once True. you realize that you don't need that stuff, and there's nothing wrong with stuff, but if that stuff owns you and you think you need it in order to be happy and joyful and end your anxiety, you're never going to get rid of that fear and anxiety because you're always going to be striving for it and causing that suffering. True. True. So I that's, urge people, turn off the news, create that silence. Every day, go to bed. 
early. Don't stay up late and stare at the screens. Go to bed <laughs> earlier. That enables you to get up before anyone else, even if it's dark, before the emails start, before the kids start making noise, before whatever it is, sit, meditate in silence. Be present. Don't worry about your to-do list. Don't worry about your, to your task list. Don't worry about the rent that's due next week. Focus on, I literally focus on the feeling of my butt cheeks on the floor, right? Because it's present. I focus on my breathing into my belly. If I'm focusing on that, guess what I'm not focusing on? Three hours from now. Sure. If I'm focusing on the fact that my foot fell asleep, I'm focusing on right now instead of next week. Once you're present, present in silence, you realize right now is the only thing that actually matters because you and I could be dead this afternoon. Sure. And the more we worry about tomorrow, the less we live right now. And that's where the fear, that's where the anxiety is created. And in our society, people want to mask that with pharmaceuticals and other things. <laughs> when the greatest pharmaceutical we have was given to us, it's silence. Go inside that silence. Whether you read the, whether you're Christian, whether you're Buddhist, whether you're, it's all in all of those spiritual traditions, silence, letting go, surrendering, not worrying, being present. And, um, and when you do that, uh, I have some clients that I'm helping prevent getting on drugs. I, I have a 40 year old client who said, my doctor told me I had ADHD, you need to go on a drug. We went through his day. I said, well, it's no wonder you feel like you have ADHD. You set your alarm for 520, you hit snooze for an hour, you jump right into your email, then you run to work. No wonder you're anxious. You don't need a drug, you need silence. Silence. And he's changed his life by doing that. Wow, 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 perfect, perfect. Now, these are great tips you just shared, you know. Uh, you talked about self-reflection. Uh, you talked about turning off the noise because really and truly, the world is so noisy right now. And only those who know how to intentionally turn off that noise will be able to thrive and go to the next level. And you talked about going to bed early, which I completely agree with you. Uh, I need to also work on that as well, going to bed early. You know, I, I, I find myself staring at the computer, you know, wanting to do some more work and more work and more work. So I'll... I'll that's a great reminder from you. Thank you so much. And you talked about sitting down and meditating. Meditation is paramount. Mm -hmm. It is paramount. And, and I thank you for sharing these wonderful tips. And those of you who currently fall into this category of um, entrepreneurs who are now out of business, um, Kurt is an expert. He can help you. He can work with you to help you get your business off the ground. And for those of you who already have businesses and are looking for strategies on how to move from where you are to where you want the business to be, Kurt is also your man. So I want you to please look out for him, follow him on uh, social media. Yeah, we will uh, share with you all his social media platforms in a minute. Now, um, you are also an author. Do you have a copy of any of your book? Yeah. If, uh, my book is uh, Five Pillars of the Freedom Lifestyle. And actually, if anyone watching or listening goes to my website, kurtmercadante.com, um, we have a free audio course that actually, you don't have to have read the book, but the book helps. 
it's basically an audio course based on the book. It's, it's delivered to your inbox. It's got audio files so you can listen to it like a podcast where I lead you through those five pillars to help you build a roadmap to create freedom and really define what you want and reverse engineer it so that you right. create those key milestones to get there. Um, you know, one thing I wanted to, to, to add really quick or two, if I could add two quick things to, to oh, yeah, sure, what you asked sure, previously. Sure. Number one is quick, quick app for people uh, who you mentioned at night uh, staring at the screens. Yes. I get into those, the, the, I get into those waves and cycles where I do that. If you go to freedom.to, freedom.to, it's an app that you can utilize across all your devices where you lock them down. So oh, if you get into okay. a cycle where it's like, man, I, I just can't help staring at my phone after 5 PM and I'm not present with my kids. You can lock down your phone and all your email and all your devices, any social media, you can lock down specific URLs for hours. So sometimes what I do is I lock it down for everything except like the lunch hour. And right. then I get on and I do social media and then I tune it out for the day. And the great thing is once you lock it, you can't get in. Like you can't, like on my iPhone, I can, I can limit certain sites, but they make it easy right. to ignore it. This <laughs> you're locked down. And once you do it for a week, it's like tough love, like detoxing. And mm -hmm. then after that week, it's like, okay, I, I survive without social media and email after five. I can do it from now on. So that's the one thing. The second thing is going back. You know, if you're a business owner, you might've heard what I said about meditation. How's meditation going to help me rebuild my business? Go back to what I said during Ho'oponopono. Dr. Hu Len says we either operate from memory or inspiration. Yes. To find the inspiration to move yourself forward, you need to clear out the memories that are saying it's Biden's fault. It's Trump's fault. It's COVID's fault. I can't do it. I can't do it. Those are all memories based on limiting beliefs. True. And to inspire yourself to take action, to build your business, to rebuild your business, you got to clear out that garbage. If you don't clear out that garbage, it's, it's Arnold Patton, who was a, an abundance author years ago, said, we humans don't create abundance. We create limitations. Abundance True. is in flow. Abundance is like a river that's already in flow. We don't create it. It's up to us whether to jump in or not. We don't create the river, but what we do create is dams. Our limiting beliefs put a dam on the river. And what we want, rebuilding your business, may just be, is likely on the other side of that dam. And so you may be sitting here saying, oh, Kurt, meditating is going to help me. Yeah, because it's going to tear down. It's going to obliterate. It's going to put dynamite under that dam. And then you can <laughs> find that inspiration to move forward. So that's where the tie comes in. Wow. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that uh, beautiful piece of information. And I know so many entrepreneurs, you know, I have so many of them listening, watching, and, and those of you who will be listening or watching the replay, please remember to type hashtag replay. That way we'll know you watched the replay and we'll know how to respond to your um, questions. So thank you so much for sharing. Now, what uh, social media platforms are you active on? Yeah. So uh, my number one is LinkedIn. 90% of my revenue comes from LinkedIn. Um, and okay. so that's a big part. We have a freedom business growth bootcamp where we teach part of the, what we do is teach people, we teach people to have their met the right message, right clients, but also we teach them how to use uh, LinkedIn as a revenue source. Um, I'm also, you know, I've had a, I've had a love hate relationship with some other social media. Um, I was on Facebook. I deleted it. 
And then I reinstated it and I'm curating very closely who I let into my network because of what we talked earlier, the noise. Right. And I don't want panicky people, fearful people in there and people who are sharing political stuff all the time. I just don't need that in my life. I'm on Twitter uh, and I'm also on Instagram. And I, I recently jumped into a foray with TikTok. So uh, we're seeing how that's going. But, you know, if I can, if I can utilize, the key with social media, I think, is utilizing the tool instead of using, having the tool abuse you and use exactly you. and and that's what happens in most cases you know um people have to be very careful people have to understand that these things are addictive and time wasted can never be gotten back so you know people have to be intentional about what they do on their social media so thank you so much for sharing so for those of you who are listening via podcast those watching via youtube facebook um the website his website is currently being displayed on the screen kurtmercadante.com uh for those of you on podcast it's c u r t m e r c a d a n t e.com i repeat it it's um c u r t m e r c a d a n t e.com kurt mercadante.com thank you so much kurt um it's been a wonderful pleasure you know having you on this program i know you've inspired so many people out there and thank god for technology you know they keep resharing re and rebroadcasting it and showing it it's going to be there for you know for a very long time you know so thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to uh showing up we really do appreciate you. And um, I hope when next I call you on the program, you would uh, join us and come over to share this greatness as well. John, it has been a pleasure. It's been a great time. Thank you so much for what you do. Thank you for writing this book as well and, and the donations and the work you do through the foundation. It, thank did you. I even have it on the screen? Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's so wonderful. So thank you for inspiring people and doing everything you do. You're welcome, sir. Thank you. Keep doing what you do. The world needs you more than ever before. And, and thank God you have all the platforms to, to, to deliver your message. So keep doing what you do. Keep shining your light. And uh, for every other person, until uh, same time, we're going to have another episode. I want you all to stay relaxed. All right? He said, turn off the noise. Turn off the noise. Let me remind you one more time. The whole Ponopono method. Always ask yourself, always say to yourself, I am sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And I love you. All right. So thank you so much. I learned that and I really appreciate <laughs> you. <laughs> All thank right, you. everybody. Take care of yourself. It's a great weekend over here in Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, be safe, everybody. Thank you, Kurt. Thank you so much, John. Take care. Bye. <laughs>